0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Higher Points podcast. I'm Nick Sauer, sitting here in the studio once again with my buddy Nate Hyatt, coming at you with getting close to 100 episodes that we've done together. Can you believe that?
1: Holy cow! We're gonna have to do some sort of special.
0: Yeah, I was thought it would be like cool to do a Q and A Q&A on that one because okay. it's been a minute since we've done a Q and A. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, start getting your questions ready because we're going to be doing a Q. What episode is this exactly? This today? one that's coming out, I think, is going to be 96. 96- I think I can answer that question very quickly. You know, you'd think that we'd know this about our own podcast, but it's like how many different things do we have going on, right? Just coming. only only so much data that can be stored upstairs. Yep. So, okay, my bad. This is ninety five. Ninety five. If this would be ninety five, because uh, have more episodes. Senior Brandon Wynn was uh, ninety four. Okay. So, yep, episode ninety four, Brandon Win, which that's uh. That's two episodes in a row now. We've had like triple digits on uh, listens and downloads, which is good. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Completely cool with that exposure. Again, you know, back to episode one, we've always wanted to do our best to try to help even one person, and if we can help anybody, that's where we're going to go. That's Apparently, what over
1: do. 100 people like to listen to us, which is... <laughs> What are you guys doing with your time? <laughs>
0: wow, way to keep listeners around, Nate. You guys are so pathetic, you listen to the Higher Points podcast. <laughs> Please don't listen. I don't know this guy. I've never met this guy before in my life. I don't know him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was going to talk about motivating stuff, and Nick's like, <laughs> right before the podcast, he's like, so you're going to talk about what you talk about every podcast? <laughs> okay, I'll just find the door myself. <laughs>
0: Uh, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I even got that on recording too. I forgot to make that one blooper reel. I need to make that blooper still that we we were cracking up before that podcast. But um, just anyway, I got to pick my daughter up soon. So we'll get back on to the horse here. Um, So this is a a to-the-point episode. So basically, this is kind of our opportunity to just – kind of tell you what's been going on in our week and our life, bouncing around our mind. It's usually mind. It's usually like thirty to forty five minutes. Like sometimes it's bordered on an hour, especially when I get long winded like I probably will tonight. Um or you know, every other podcast for that matter. But uh, you know, basically I put Nate on my shoulders and carry him through the podcast essentially. So
1: I'll just uh, tell him to shut up when he's been talking too long. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Which would be every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um but sometimes anyway.
1: I can squeak a few words in.
0: So, I've been watching The Chosen, uh, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically the story of Christ's life from a very like biblically accurate perspective. And through the whole process, you know, season one kind of starts a little bit slow because it kind of builds up to, um, you know, Christ's coming. And then I think season two ish—I can't really remember—is kind of like more with Christ and his teaching, and then the healing and like him finding all the disciples and stuff like that. And so I can't tell you how many times as a Christ follower that I have, like, just cried, like, while watching this because I'm just so moved that, like, my God can do this. Like, he's healing people's sight. What's it on? Uh, It's on all kinds of different platforms, but it's one that you pay. I think you pay per episode. Or mm. excuse me, excuse me, per season. Because that's how they fund it is essentially you, like, buy the season and then... Uh, the money from that like goes to the next season or something yeah. like that. Um, so I have uh, different ways of consuming it. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. And so I've been watching him and, you know, he's he's making deaf people talk. He's making people with broken legs, you know, mending those and just doing all these things like in front of people, um, you know, healing people that haven't walked in years and just changing hearts and changing lives as Christ did. And so as I'm watching this, like there was one time that like Nicodemus who was a very high Pharisee and he's mentioned in the Bible a lot and keeping in mind that obviously the Bible leaves a lot like that is up for kind of interpretation in the sense of it's not like a minute by minute, second by second account of Jesus's life, right? Like so you have like these stories through like Matthew, Mark, Luke and John that, that they are like recounting what happened at the time. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff in between that they kind of Hollywoodize, you know, like maybe some like conversations that may have happened around the table. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm watching this and I'm like, wow, that's what my God's capable of. Right. And, and I firmly believe that. And I've seen the power of prayer and we've had the conversations on here. But then I had this realization of, you know, I have a lot going on right now between the business and the sheriff campaign and working and being a father and being a husband And having a podcast and trying to go to the gym and just all those things. And I quickly like lose sight of Christ and I get back into the typical Nick mode of like, I've got this. Like, I'm I'm under control. I got this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to kind of shambalize where Christ is like, Hey, you know, I'm here. Come on back whenever you're ready. You know, and then I get back into the Word, get back into prayer. Things are going to start to align better. And I'm not saying that, like, I read the Bible and suddenly now I'm a lottery winner. That's not what I'm getting at. But it just kind of... It was interesting because I was watching the very last episode of, I believe, Season 4. Which, oh, great. It stopped playing because... Oh, okay, good. It saved our place. Um, So, it's the last episode of, my bad, Season 3. So, there are three seasons out right now, to my knowledge. And... (laughs) it's basically where they're rowing. I I think they're rowing back to Galilee. They just finished talking to the Gentiles. Then Jesus walks on the water and, you know, calls Peter out of the boat to walk on the water with him. And so I kind of wanted to play it because some of the stuff is in scripture um, about this. And then there's some that's not. And so let me set the stage here a little bit in, and I don't remember reading this in scripture. So if, if I missed this somewhere, please someone correct me in the comments, but, uh, the one of the episodes of this season opens up with Peter's wife or Simon's wife. He's not Peter yet. Simon's wife having a miscarriage, and he they'd conceived right before he left to go on like his first mission trip, basically. And while he was gone, she miscarried the baby, and he had no idea because he was gone long enough that she was back to normal. She'd gone through her cleansing rituals, etc. And so she was angry and everything, and she was treating Simon badly, and he thought it was because, like, he'd been gone so much, and, like, she was mad at him or whatever, or he'd done something wrong. Like a typical man, like, what did I do wrong? Let me fix it, you know? So she finally comes clean that she'd miscarried, and then he becomes very angry because he sees Christ healing all of these other people. But then he allowed you know, like his number one disciple that like these missions depend on him and all this other kind of stuff. He allowed his child to be, you know, like miscarried Mm -hmm. essentially. So he's going through and it leads up to where he's feeding the masses with the five loaves of bread and the fish, you know, the two or three fish or whatever it was. And that was kind of the final straw for Simon in the chosen where he kind of throws the basket down because, um, Little John asks him, like, hey, you look afraid. What are you afraid of? And he's like, I'm afraid that they're going to choose them. And he points at, like, the Gentiles and everyone else over me because he feels just, like, left out and lost and behind because Christ didn't save his kid and he was angry. And I think that's a lot of uh, – I think a lot of people can associate with that in one way or another. Maybe it's not a miscarriage. Maybe it's your mom died of cancer. You know, maybe it's your your brother died in a car wreck. You know, it's any, any number of things that you've had lost in your life and you're a believer, like sometimes you can feel like he forgot about you or like he left you behind or why didn't you answer my prayer or whatever. And so let me just play the clip and I'll kind of go from there because some of the dialogue here is what I'm really wanting to talk about. So basically, you know, they're out on the sea. There's a storm. There's lots of big waves. It's hard to see. Occasionally lightning's flashing. They see a silhouette of what we know because we have hindsight. We know from the scriptures that it's Jesus walking on water, coming out to the boat. They see a outline. They think it's a ghost. They're all freaking out. And as they get closer, they see it's Jesus, but they're not sure it's him. So Simon's like, Hey, call me out, etc. So let's start there and I'll start playing that. Cause the dialogue, like I said, is more of what I want to focus on here. Try not to mess this up. Trying to turn it to where Nate can see it too. So, the super fast uh, High Point Farms Internet. This is actually the second time today we've talked about how bad it is in here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I wonder what the deal is. It didn't used to be this bad, did it? No. Do you think it's just too many people or something, or what?
1: Maybe, maybe getting because Lawrence sits here and watch Netflix all day, using no, all the bandwidth.
0: You're getting you're getting rate limited or whatever. Yeah, I doubt it. <coughs> how about this? Let me set it to <coughs> just do a really low quality shouldn't have too much trouble with that right there. Um, So a lot of this is rooted in scripture. You will recognize a lot of the things that are said because they are what's what you read in the Bible. Um, but the whole idea of Simon being angry at Christ in and, and this kind of helps set set this up. And I but I don't think that part is rooted in scripture. But I think it's a way of them trying to connect to people in the real world to see. I mean, because throughout this, they show that the disciples essentially don't just have it made, right? Like in the Bible, you, you they're just traveling the world, seeing the sights, having all this fun, seeing Christ do all these healing rituals. And, you know, when you read the Bible, I think it's easy to see that. But you have to realize that they were men still living in a broken world, following Christ. And it wasn't like he was giving them everything they wanted. Mm-hmm. And there is parts in there where they're like, they
1: weren't staying at five star hotels. And yeah. Came away. For <laughs> sure. For sure.
0: Um, you know, he was even sending them out saying like, Hey, I don't have food for you. You're going to have to get food from the people that you're ministering to. Well, what happens if they don't? Uh, you basically don't worry about it. It'll be okay. And it's like, uh, what? Because back then it wasn't like you could just go down to the local gas station. Obviously. I mean, I think I'm preaching to the choir on that one. Get you a nice four hour
1: old roller dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The one that's, uh, that's, that's, that's extra extra, um, what I want to say, tender. That meets tender because it's been on the roller. Yep. So talk about this.
1: We have to get out of here! Everyone move.
0: So they're all freaking out because they see Jesus walking across the water. Whoa, whoa, Let's go! Whoa. Nobody move! Simon, what? I said everybody stop! Stop, stop, stop! Okay, hey, stop! Move. So Simon's taking That's control like he normally does. Are you crazy? Simon's the only one standing in the boat at this time. The boat's rocking back and forth. Lots of rain. We're now seeing Jesus' feet walking on the water from below. Don't be afraid! It's me. Jesus? Ah,
1: How is this the second most incredible thing I've seen today?
0: And you have you have other people that are like not scared, but like, holy cow, this is cool. You? Did you learn
1: nothing from today? If it is you, command me to come to you on the water.
0: So I that's that scripture.
1: If you are who you say you are, bid me to step out of this boat. You have the faith to walk on this water? Absolutely. You can do whatever you command. And if you command the world
0: to hold me, I will walk on it. If I call you to me, you would step out in faith? Yes! Then why are you upset? Why are you chasing after Gentiles when your own people have problems right here?
1: When your own person has problems? I've been right here in front of
0: you, believing in you, but you're breaking up fights in the Decapolis? Then come to
1: me! You! Weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest.
0: So he's finally taken Simon. a step out no. of the boat. Simon. You know, no Coast Guard in this day and age. No. If he went down, he did.
1: Not even really life jackets.
0: And then now it's showing Eden, Eden getting into water back in Galilee as well. So she's going through a cleansing ritual. So he's walking on water, Eden's walking into the water as well, in this Jewish temple, with surrounded by candles. Do you still have faith? Faith hasn't been my problem. I gave up everything
1: to follow you. But your healing tell the strangers!
0: Blessed are you, Lord our God, of the Universe,
1: Who Who and takes away.
0: Back to Peter. <laughs> He's very unsure of Why his do footing. Why think I allow trials? I don't
1: know! They prove the genuineness of your faith. They strengthen you. This is strengthening you. And Eden! Keep your eyes on me. Who comforts us in our grief and lies at the wounds
0: of the So she's going further into the water as Peter's going further into the water. Also, I think very emblematical. Eden's getting ready to submerge herself. Peter's now becoming unsure, losing faith, and so he's starting to look at the waves instead of focusing on Christ. And now he starts sinking.
1: Lord, I'm sinking! In the shadow of your wings, do we take refuge?
0: Eden, er, Peter goes underwater. Eden goes underwater. Jesus reaches through the water, grabs Peter's hand, and begins pulling him up. And Eden comes up at the same time. do
1: I have much planned for you, Simon, including hard things. Just keep your eyes on me. I promise.
0: So they climb back into the boat. Come on, help him, help him. And they're having a seat. And Peter is just like grabbing hold of Christ, and he's just holding him. Please. Don't let me go. Please. I'm
1: sorry. Please. Don't let him go. Please. I'm sorry. Please don't. Peace. Please. Be still.
0: Excellent CGI, by the way. Because now the storm is calming. subsiding, and nice calm waters, and you can actually see a fair distance. And then Eden will come up here in just a second. Don't go. I'm here. I'm always here.
1: I let people go hungry, but I feed
0: them please please don't let him go
1: don't let him go please don't let
0: him go so there's multiple things that I kind of want to take away from that um, the, the ending there is you know, Peter's pleading with Jesus or sorry, Simon still is pleading with Jesus. Like, don't let me go. And I think it's interesting that his wife is praying for the same thing. And that's another thing is, you know, man and woman joined to get together and they become one. I pray for Andrea. Andrea prays for me, you know, and our kids and so on. And I think that's just a powerful testament to what, you know, a Christian marriage looks like. And so for me, the, the reason this hit me was... Like kind of what I was talking about was I have all these times where I'm like, that's what my God's capable of. But then, you know, I start going through these tough times, these trials, these tribul tribulations, and like I lose sight and then like sometimes I lose faith of like It's like you know, or like, is this gonna happen? Is this gonna work out? Like you, know? you kind
1: of put the pressure back on your shoulders instead of Yeah
0: into Christ. Instead of like focusing on him. And and I and I'm and I don't have this all figured out, you know, and but I've come a long way as a believer, but I still struggle Mm -hmm. and life is what it is. And I think it's also an important takeaway here that, you know, that, that even his followers that like this day, they literally watched him heal a a man's like festering leg to the point he walked up and people were like, uh, because it was so gangrenous. Mm -hmm. He watched him basically get between Jews and Gentiles and bring them together. And then he watched them, feed the masses and then they watched him walk on water and then they watched him uh, like make that storm go away. That was just that day, not counting all the other things they've done, like that they've Mm -hmm. seen with their own freaking eyes. They were there yet. They were still struggling in their flesh. And so it's like, okay, you know, Christ picked those guys as his 12 and they were still struggling. So it's like, okay, I give myself a little grace as well. But I was like, it's it it was very emblematical in that storm of like Jesus is out there in that haze and in that darkness and everything. And because of my lack of faith in him, it was like troubling for me to see him. Like I had to go seek him. And then he was right there. And he always has been. And And he's never let me down. Yeah. And he's never let me down. I mean, to the point like my bills are paid. My kids are healthy, thankfully. And even if for some reason they were to die of a disease or something, it would be very hard. And I would probably struggle with it. But I know as a believer where they're at and that they're in a place better here. They're a place with no pain, no tears, et cetera. It'd still be hard. Not getting, not saying it wouldn't be. But so that was just my takeaway um, while watching that. And that was the last episode of that one. And I didn't ruin anything about that. But if you have not watched that series, like, my gosh, like you are missing out on a, a, a great piece of life, in my opinion. I haven't watched
1: it. What? How old is it?
0: It's like, I think it came out. I think the first season came out. Like, let me look. I can actually answer. Um, it's not very old. I mean, it's like within the last couple of years. So, I feel like I've heard about it a little bit. Yeah. It actually doesn't have any info on season one. Well, let me see if it has info overall. So 2017 is when it first came out. So, um, but they're talking, you know, it shows their plight through Rome and debt and indentured servitude essentially to Rome and you know all the things that you see in the Bible and so if you haven't seen it I think you're definitely missing out on on some really amazing things and even if you like are maybe struggling with belief and stuff it kind of helps make sense because like one of his disciples has a lame leg and he is asking him like why haven't you healed me yet you heal these other people but you won't want yeah and, and he basically tells him he's like but imagine you're going to all these people with your lame leg And you still have faith that I can do it, and he's like, "Imagine how amazing that is to people that you still have your lame leg, yet you still have the faith." He's like, "It would be a moving story, right? Hey, look, he healed my leg, yeah, but you only have faith because of the healing, you know." And he explains it significantly more eloquently than I in this. And there, there are some cool things where they they make him more into a man a little bit, you know, because he was a man on Earth, and like he he he's funny. He's charismatic. Um, but he's also very like, like, no, like, this is what you're going to do. I don't care whether you like it or not. That's kind of what I say. And it goes. Um, so that was the kind of hard, heavy, I guess, lesson for me. And, you know, th- especially through my business and through the sheriff campaign of just focusing on him. And focusing on what he has for me through all it of it. It is this. easy
1: to get overwhelmed with everything else. I yeah. struggle with it major.
0: 100%. Well, you and I talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's, he said many times that, you know, it's, it, I mean, if you think life is going to be easy, look no further than Christ. I mean, they, they put him on a freaking cross and he died for all of our sins. So yep. if you think that this life here is going to be easy, no, this life is kind of the test and to it's show what your heart is. Easy. Yeah. To, to get you that everlasting life. You're focused on the eternal, not the temporal. Mm-hmm. So I won't get too much on my soapbox there, but that's what I wanted to share. So, um, I think that's it.
1: I think well, I, I'm unmotivated unmot- to share my motivational stuff now. So
0: <laughs> because of what we just got done talking about or because of me giving you shit before the podcast, both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could give you the double whammy there, but I just want to, um,
1: actually, you know what I was, I was going to talk about. I was going to congratulate you on like the, um, like how you've carried yourself in your business and running for sheriff and just encourage you to keep on keeping on because you are doing a good job. And you see that, you see all these awesome Facebook posts that Nick's putting out there for everybody and social media content, and he's doing it professionally. And it's awesome to see, man.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, that means more than you know. <laughs> uh, it's it's a struggle. You know, I was having that conversation with my wife last night because she's like, you know, you're stretched in. You know, you've got all these things that you want to do. And like sometimes she says, I feel like the family takes a back seat. And I'm like, baby, like I don't have the money to hire a campaign manager, and even if I did, they're not gonna be as driven or want to do this as much as me. Like, this is my well being for the family and for Rice County as a whole. And like I've said in many of my speeches, it's about what I've said on the podcast many times, planting the seeds for the trees that we will never enjoy the shade of. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's not about Nick the man, look at me, look at me, like I'm the best thing since sliced bread. It's like, here's what I want to bring to set the the rest of the decades up for success.
1: Build a culture that sticks around. Yeah.
0: yeah. and. You know, I, I want to do the same thing with my business and I want to make my business to at least as profitable of money that a month that I make now. So if the sheriff thing didn't work out or um, I've been receiving some political pressure for a decision that I made on the job recently where I literally I don't toot my own horn much, but I literally placed my own life and my own body in the way of a crazed, violent felon and an attempt to stop his terror of a city and a patrol car was damaged as a result. And so there was some political pressure there. And so I was like, you know, frustrated through all of this stuff, like all these things are going on. And so like, it feels like my family, they f- sometimes, I think they feel like they take a back seat, but I do my best to like hang out with my kids one-on-one, go with my wife, date nights, things like that. And so from the outside looking into me, it's like everything you do
1: is for your family. Uh, I wish that you... Can you talk to my wife about that? Is there any (laughs) way... (laughs) I don't think I can communicate that to a female and get them to understand. That's not something... (laughs) Yeah. I
0: mean, that that is true. And it's like, I think sometimes she struggles with seeing the forest for the trees, you know? And sometimes I struggle with peeling the branches back to where she can kind of see that. And luckily, she's very supportive. She's very all in. She doesn't have any qualms. Like, she's not saying, you need to stop running for sheriff or you need to stop doing your business. Like, she's just... Basically admonishing me of like, hey, we're still here. Don't forget about us. Yeah, you know, she's never said you're not spending enough time with the kids. You know, anything like that. She's basically just reminding me of that to keep me tied and true. And I think that what she's doing is no different than what we should be doing in Scripture every day. You go back to the Scripture, keep just grounded. to make sure you're grounded, make sure that you're going the right direction, make sure that you're being reminded of what your priorities are. Yeah. And, um, because she knows like how driven and how focused I can get onto something to where everything else will take a backseat until I accomplish what that goal is. Well, let's face it. That goal is either, is, there's not going to be an answer to the sheriff goal until at the very least, August, August 7th, when the election results come out mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know with a what, day and age, you know, September 7th, by the time they tabulate votes in today's society. <laughs> but, um, well, I'll digress. Um, so I can't put my f- family on a back seat for almost a year. Just, just can't. I mean, it would not be admirable as a man and I certainly would not be showing well, leadership skills.
1: And even if you do get elected, like you're going to be just as busy.
0: I'm going to be know? more busy. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, just good practice now. Yeah.
0: You know, and then I decided to start a business at the same time, which thank God is going well. Um, I mean, I, I'm not rich. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't have fu money. But um, I would love to have that money. That would be cool. But like my thing is, so, you know, if the political pressures do happen to where my bosses feel politically pressured to fire me, I've got a backup plan mm-hmm. because the thing I refuse to do is I refuse to change who I am as a man for the sake of politics not happening. And if people don't want to elect me because of that, I'm completely fine with that. That's exactly what the electoral process is for. I don't like you. You're not my guy. I didn't vote for you. Cool. I'm fine with that. But I am not going to like I didn't make that decision of like, ooh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, stop this guy. I'm not gonna pull my patrol car out in front of him and let him T bone me. I was like, ooh, I'm running for sheriff. I probably better not do that. That doesn't look good in the political optics. No. It was the right thing to do and I did it. Yeah. So um, you know, it was it was one of those things of like, I want to have a fallback plan. That's the whole idea of the business and why I started it when I did. Um, and it just felt right. And so far, so good. Um Sometimes it feels like it's hard to get traction, but it's going to take years.
1: Dude, I felt like I've been spinning my – like High Point Farms has been spinning its wheels for four freaking years now.
0: Okay, so it's not just me then. No. Okay, good.
1: But that's also the the mindset of like you're always going to be getting better and working yeah. to make it more efficient.
0: Well, like we were talking about what what, two podcasts ago? Yeah. Of Like that perfection, you'll never get there. But as long as you're at least chasing that, I
1: think we talked about it a little bit with Brandon too, about feeling like you're the worst person on the team and yeah, you know, kind of all in the same. Right. Cause we want to, we, we love chasing perfection, but we don't want we'll to ever chase it. Yeah. It's a grind, man. You got to learn to love the grind in order to have a successful business.
0: Well, I'll tell you those words of affirmation were great. Like, thank you. Yeah. Because I, I feel no, man, sometimes you've been like consistent.
1: I'm alone. You've been consistent on it, I mean, and pushing, and it's hard. It is. You've got to give up things that you enjoy.
0: Yeah, sleep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sleep <laughs> or playing video games or hanging out with friends, whatnot. You know, like you've got to give up things you enjoy. Well, 75 hearts set me that. Up for that. Yeah.
0: 75 hearts set me up for that.
1: You've got to sacrifice that stuff in order to get the things done that need to get done. And I'm not saying I'm the greatest at it because I spend a lot of time with friends. I feel like that's a lot of people need to spend time alone to recharge their batteries. I feel like I need to recharge my batteries hanging out with people that
0: everybody has about, their thing. You know, I'll tell you the way I recharge my battery. I've said it on here many times, go out in the middle of nowhere and stare off into nothingness. Yeah. With no sound. I just, just me and nature, like stand out in the middle of a field, stare off. That's how I recharge my battery. See, so like so everybody's got their way of doing it. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: I'm watching a football game with a group of friends. Yeah. You know, that's recharging to me. Just bullshit and not have to think about anything
0: but it it also just depends like for instance if high point farms was getting ready to go bankrupt and you had the option of doing something that could like keep it open or watching a football game and you chose the football game like that would be not admirable yes that's that's not a position you're in no um but yeah i mean uh it it just it just all depends on how you 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 charge your battery like i did play video games friday and saturday night no Thursday and Friday night, because I had some friends that were on. uh, They were actually on. And I was like, man, I haven't done this in like two months. (laughs) And I was like, I got some business things I could do. I've got some campaign things I could do. If you'll notice, like the campaign and business posts haven't been as frequent this week as they normally are, like especially reels. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm struggling with content for reels right now, which sucks because those are like the primo content to put on there. Um, And I don't just want to like make stuff up just for the sake of making an algorithm happy. But, um, you know, so I was like, F it, like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I want to do and played a couple of video games with some friends and, you know, went to bed and still got up and did my thing. But, uh, it's yep. been, it's been good. So again, thank you for the words of affirmation. It means a lot, Yep. <laughs> especially from, especially from somebody like you, because to me, in my eyes, like you've already done it nah. like high point farms, like we're, we're sitting in your freaking office building, recording a podcast right now. Like it, it's yours. It's not anybody else's. I mean, it, it, within re- you get what I'm yeah. saying. It, it's your families, but I don't have that. I want it someday. It would be cool. Like I would love to have an office building somewhere in Sterling where we could move all this stuff and it doesn't take us 20 some minutes to get yeah. here, you know, and then record in 20 some minutes home and then, Slow as shit. Free internet. <laughs> anyway, um, to upload the podcast to Google Drive to where I can then edit it at home. You know, because mm-hmm. it, it does go a lot faster at home. Because this computer's not fast enough. It can record, but editing's not great. You know, so I'd like to have something like that. So to me, like in my eyes, like you're like you're I'm here and you're like here. You know, that's what, like where I feel. Well, I feel like I'm
1: down here still. It's like I want to be like have an office like Andy's. <laughs> you know, I look at a store. I'm like damn, like he's got his race cars in the front entrance, first form and those awesome conference room stuff. It's like, I just want a little bit of
0: that, but yeah, but keep in mind. I mean, he took him 20, what do you say? 24 years to like become profitable enough to do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that's where I'm at. Like I just look at it and I'm like, I, I look at it of like, I am an infant that's just been born. Like I'm still on milk. I'm still like very dependent on like help from others and like, researching and asking you for things and you helping me, me helping you, you know, all those kind of things. I still feel very much like I'm an infant. And I am in the business space.
1: I still feel the same way. So I (laughs) I by no means I think you're
0: like getting up in toddler status. (laughs) Because you're moving significantly more money than I'm moving, that's for sure. It's I said moving. I didn't say profiting. I said, I said moving. (laughs) It's nerve wracking. Yeah. Seeing those numbers come and go. (laughs) Dude, it's, it's the same thing, man. Like, for instance, um, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to discuss my finances all the way, but like I had a guy that I brought on for contracting that was helping me. And I'm like, 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 how am I going to pay this? And I should have prayed about it and I didn't. Um, but I did like, dude, that's like the millionth one of these pens I've broken. Anyway, um, (laughs) but. I had a check come in that was pretty significant and I was like, oh, okay. And then but a I, week later. But I will tell you, um, hmm, is it, it's, it's against scripture for me to say what I was getting ready to say. So I'm not going to say it, but I will tell you, I'm using that money wisely and smartly. Let's just say that, um, from there. Um, uh, but I have a lot of expenses. You know, in things that like 20 bucks here, this monthly subscription, $14 here, this monthly subscription Mm -hmm. and things like that, that just kind of chip away. And even though I'm not moving as much money as you, like you, when you rent a piece of equipment, it's probably several hundred dollars a day or ish
1: skid steers, $900 a week.
0: Okay. So, you you know, you have the same things. Like if we, if we were to take them ratio wise, Mm -hmm. like the ratios are probably similar in like expenditures versus money incoming. So I totally feel where you're coming from. It's – yeah.
1: We could talk about the overhead for Lux and it would make – it makes me crap my pants. <laughs>
0: While well, I was having a, a business con- – one thing I want to give you credit on was I asked you guys how much operating capital you needed per month. And when we were working on your contingency plan, and you boom, you like spit it right out.
1: For some reason, like two days before that, I had just figured <laughs> it. I'm like,
0: I should probably know this. <laughs> and and you spit it right out, and I was like, whoa, you know. And and then so I had a director of operations for a nonprofit. How much do you need monthly or yearly? Well, I don't know. I've never. I'm like, uh, what a nonprofit? We're, we're talking. We're talking about, but they're talking about whether their doors are open or not. And how much money do we need to be bringing in a month or a year? Like if we're going to fundraise, what is the least amount of money we have to look at raising? Like we need to set the goal at that. Like, you know, United way, they always have those things out there that like, we need to raise $5,000 and they have the little temperature thing that they, Oh, we've raised this much and this much and this much. And they kind of show the community. Yeah. You know, you need to know what that goal is. And, and so they're a Christian organization. And I was like, Hey, like, I'll help you out. I'll help you crunch all those numbers free of charge. Just give me a call. And hopefully next week, they're going to give me a call. We're going to sit down with their bookkeeper and I'm going to get all those numbers and help them get that done. Um, that way they can have an accurate picture of like exactly where do we need to be? Because they're basically at this point, they were kind of at a point where they were like starting to sell assets to cover operating expenses. And I was like, oof, that's tough. Um, I'm like, that's not a, that's not a sustainable business because at some point you're going to be out of things to sell. You're going to run out of assets. (laughs) And and I get it. Like from, from their standpoint, I get it. You know, they had to do it to keep the doors open because at at this point they were kind of putting out just a touch more. So I think they said that money was that they sold those two assets for was going to give them like two more years of operations or something like that. And I was like, okay, well, that's good. You know I mean? Like you got some breathing room. You got some time to make some plans, get some fundraisers together, whatever. You know, like if you need digital content made, flyers made, whatever, hit me up, I'll make those again free of charge. Yeah. Not hard. Uh speaking of
1: fundraising events, um, we're doing one here at High Point Farms. We're part of one, I guess. It's called the Booze Crawl, and it is um October twenty eighth. I think. October twenty eighth here in downtown Hutch. There's thirteen different spots. It's for uh young professionals of Reno County. And they're doing this booze crawl. And like, we're going to have a station here where we're serving beer and giving out, um, snacks and food and stuff. And there's 13 stations along Main Street. And it's going to be a fun time. And
0: where does anybody... the money go to benefit?
1: Uh, I'd not to look at that.
0: Well, if you're going to tell people why they should be spending money with you, you should I'd probably literally... tell them why. Okay. So not only are you selling dope here, you're going to have people drinking too. Yeah. Can't believe I do my podcast stick at this right, place.
1: Stick them right in their cars and let them drive home too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. That's bad. It's <laughs> that so bad. United Way.
0: Okay. So of Reno County is who it's helping. Okay. Cool. So at least people know what their money be going yeah. to. When did you say it was? October twenty seventh. Okay. And then how do people uh, participate again?
1: Um, get on the uh, Young Professionals of Reno County website. You can uh, go to the fence and buy tickets there. $35 a piece.
0: Okay. So. Is that you, just for one beer?
1: No, it's 13 different stops.
0: Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. Well, that's kind of cool. You that's get like a t-shirt. A unique way of doing it.
1: You get a t-shirt and then you get a, like, try the beer. I think you get a beer at every stop on the deal. Okay. Cool. So, definitely bring a driver.
0: Sweet. Well, you want to wrap it up, my friend? I got to go pick my daughter up and get her home for a shower and all that oh, stuff. I've got another 30 day. minutes. Yeah. Uh, I Hey, you guys have fun. Enjoy your time with Nate. I'm out.
1: <laughs> oh, yep. Well, we appreciate you guys. Uh Listen to the higher points. Hope you enjoyed, uh, our, uh, shenanigans again tonight. Um, it was a, uh, it's been a long few weeks for Nick and I, I feel like, and it's always a grind, man. We enjoy it. And we're going to keep grinding.
0: Don't keep what putting out. Don't know what I'd be doing if I weren't.
1: Yeah me either (laughs) keep on grinding keep on putting out content for you guys and hopefully
0: enjoy it keep liking and sharing it and leave us a review if you would and according to nate even if you don't like it what are you doing spending your time listening to us anyway (laughs) you (laughs) pathetic losers (laughs) hey i did not
1: say that That as you're like as you're
0: like dude this is my
1: outro shut the hell up (laughs) (laughs) yeah on that note i hope you guys have an awesome week and we will chat at you later catch up with you guys next time